Welcome, adventurer. You look like you could use a tail. Come. Come here. Join me by the fire. I hope you don't mind listening to the ramblings of an old man. Oh, here. Let me get you a drink. sitting in chairs. You can't move. You can't really look around. You're just facing straight forward. You can kind of tell that there are other people around you. And sitting in front of you is a older, like, think politician looking guy. Someone you would expect to be in charge of really shady shit. Just kind of sitting at a desk with some papers in front of him. Um, you know, the typical like horn rim glasses, gray hair, balding, that sort of thing. And he starts talking. Hello, and welcome to the Augmented Survival Environment Initiative. This is a top-secret, government-funded program designed to stress-test the human mind in a simulated environment and observe the effects of sustained immersion on the body. On behalf of your nation, we thank you for volunteering for the expendable testing period of this program. Someone tells me I did volunteer. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> the volunteer criteria being criminal history or nomination by a critical funding partner. As you may have already noticed, your physical form in the ASE will reflect the choices you made with your caseworker prior to this meeting. Considering you have been volunteered for the expendable portion of this program, we have taken the liberty of scrubbing the knowledge of your physical appearance in the real world. All other memories have been left intact. Please brace yourselves for, for world entry and best of luck testing match. Foxtrot. I will need all of you to roll a d20 now. Three. I get a feeling this is fucked up. Seven. I thought that was a one for sec, bud. Well, it's initiative. Fuck. Uh, five. Who rolled higher than 15? No. Sarah. 17. Or, well, 15 or higher. So just the two of you? Yeah. I need both of you to roll a d6. Oh, look what's happening now. No. Six. <laughs> All right, Sarah, you take six damage. Allison, you take one damage. Uh, <laughs> I'll make a Google Doc. I know there are characters that can have only six HP. It's like to start. What if that just straight up murdered her into the entryway? Wait, that would be unfortunate. Wow, I think I got a cut. Look over Sarah. Just need like some help. split. <laughs> I bet you she has 70 feet, so she's probably already fucking over there. The best part is all of us are still, like, just froze like this, just, like, staring straight ahead, and all of a sudden, like, you can just see off in the distance, just... <laughs> oh, God! Well, no, the point of the D20 roll you all just made, um, and this will be explained why this happened, they haven't really calibrated that, and the D20 you just rolled determined how high up in the air you started. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> 15 and above, uh, indicated damage. Mm. All right, yeah, and now I'm going to need you all to make either constitution or wisdom saves. You can choose which one you would like to do, and this will determine whether or not you panic. So, Jason, what do you choose? I chose wisdom. Wisdom, and what'd you roll? I rolled a one. Ah, so you're just fucked. Uh, constitution, I rolled a 14 plus four. 14 plus four. Damn. Nice. Uh, 14 plus four. Sarah, are you going constitution or wisdom? Yeah, I went choose with one of the wisdom, Wait. I rolled a five. We're doing constitution, and I got I a, a seven. And I have a for saving plus one constitution. Jesus, y'all are rolling shit. Steven. 20. He rolled hey, a half one. Steven with a plus four. Save. Yeah, constitution, by the way. And Kevin. Kevin rolled for constitution, rolled an eight with a plus three. Eight plus three. So we've got a four, eighteen. <clears throat> Nine, eight, twenty-four, and eleven. I wanted this to be a pretty easy check. Well, um, clearly it wasn't. So only Jason panics. Okay. <laughs> how would you like to have us all like? How would you like us all to see you panic while they have a conversation? In what way are you panicking? <laughs> how the fuck am I gonna panic? So. Well, I mean, you've just been thrown into the situation you weren't prepared for. You've just found out that you're a part of a expendable experimental program, and you just fell, um, how far did you fall? Only three feet. Oh. 
Well, that's not caused to panic. So you're panicking about the existential part of it, not about the fact that you just fell. And I would hurry and pick something, because otherwise God might pick something for you. And that's going to be a lot worse. I'll make you a gibbering. Start mix. hyperventilating because it's a whole new situation I'm not used to. I'm going to start breathing heavily. <laughs> All right, so he's hyperventilating. He's not going to be talking during this conversation. The rest of you, you can move around now. You're kind of looking at yourself, looking at each other, seeing that you, you know, are your race and everything, and you look the way we determined you would be looking. You can all choose whether or not to introduce yourself, give everyone else your name, and then let's just go over everybody's race and what they look like real quick. Are we going to do our, our backstories now, or are we going to hold off on that? That's up to you. Would you like to share your backstory with everybody else or not? Okay. I guess it's your own introduction. You only have to give them your, your race, right? Yeah, your race and your physical appearance. Those are the only two things that are very apparent to everyone around you. Everything else is your own personal knowledge. Are we wearing clothes? Yeah, all of you just have a simple black robe on. All right, so let's, uh, just starting with Jason, let's go around and tell everybody what your race is and what you look like. Hi, uh, my name is William Lee, and I'm a big-ass dragon. I'm a dragonborn. I have what appears to be gold scales for skin, and I'm way taller than I am in real life. Six foot six. It's uh, tall for me. Okay. I am uh, Einvik uh, Ernvok. Uh, I go by Grunt. Uh, I am a half orc. I am uh, about six foot five, uh, about 325 pounds. I have dark green um, skin. Uh, and uh, I have hazel eyes and I have silver hair. My name's Maxine. I am six foot, magenta skin, silver eyes, black hair. What's your race? Tiefling. Mm. Uh, I'm going by Allison. Be fucking confusing. Uh, I'm a high elf with a noble background. I'm female. I am about five six. Uh -huh. High elf with a noble background. Don't fucking forget it. <laughs> no, we won't. I know. Hoity-toity. <laughs> All right. You have to care. Anyway. I'm a half elf with black hair, silver streaks, about 6'3", and I got all of skin. Half elf, male, green eyes, six feet, about 190 pounds, white, tannish skin, and dark blonde hair. Um, in front of you, you notice a man. He is slightly hazy. You can, to some extent, see through him, kind of. He's wearing a suit, and he just looks very proper and kind of stuck up. What? Who would like to do what? I'd like to talk to the man. Okay. Um, the man introduces himself. Hello, my name is Leg. I will be... Or, no, shit, I already fucked up. You say up. Leg? Alright, roll for. That just breaks me out my panic. Roll for memory check. Yeah, roll. Make an intelligence check. It was a critical hit. Oh my god, the hologram's having a stroke. Hi, my name is Lol. That's pretty much just what happened. Is this a glitch in the matrix? Is a glitch in the matrix? work, yeah. Hello, I am your logic and explanatory guide. You may refer to me as Leg. I will be your main source of information throughout the world, its mechanics, inhabitants, and creatures. Can I kill it? You can... Or is it, or is it like yeah, literally not existent? Uh, roll a d20. Is it no, I don't, no, I'm just I'm asking a, a, a general question. No, I'm not trying to attack. I'm not trying to attack. So... I'm just asking, you from, my, from make my limited point of view, could I be able to tell if... Because you said it's kind of hazy see-through. Can I generally be able to tell, oh, it's probably not real, like it's probably just some... Make a perception roll. Yeah, so, okay, perception roll, then, is what I'm basically... A perception roll wouldn't really help you because you haven't really had any experience in the world, I'd Fair. say. Does this All person right. add to our, like, size in, like, group numbers? Can other people see them, or is he a figment of our imagination? Uh, you're gonna find out. Okay. All right, so with, that, with that information, then Kevin's going push. to stay quiet. I have a question. Okay. To ask it. Okay. What is the point of this experiment? The point of augmented survival environment, as mentioned before world entry, is to stress test the human mind in a simulated environment and observe the effects of sustained immersion on the body. I have a question. Go for it. Where are other, where are other bodies? 
It's determined that that's not critical knowledge for your involvement in the program. <laughs> ah. I, I have a question for Leg. Okay. Uh, can I find out who volunteered me? That information is also non-critical to your participation in the program. Again, your involvement in the program can be either the right, result fair. of criminal activities or nomination by a critical funding partner. Guarantee you it was <laughs> nomination. Where do we need to go right now? Uh, right now we're going to go over a few bits of introductory information. I'm going to introduce you to the SAC, which is going to be your secured area compound. <laughs> For the duration of your involvement in the program, I will introduce you to Handate, and then you'll be able to enter the world proper. Is there anything There's... else in the area that we need to be aware of besides the compound and leg? Once you go over a few bits of introductory information, I'll introduce you to the compound as a whole. Okay. Does anybody have any other pointed questions before I go over the generals of the world. No. Probably listen to the, the background. <laughs> probably should listen to the generals before I ask the questions. Alright, first things first. Uh, as you may have noticed with world entry, there are some calibration issues that we are aware of and are working to fix. Um, but in the case that any of you experiences a network connection, your avatar will enter a state of advanced petrification. If you disconnect, your avatar will become petrified. You will not be able to take any damage, and any non-magical items you are currently in possession of will become petrified with you. Any magical items in your possession will not be petrified and can be taken from your body. Also, while petrified, your weight goes up by a factor of 10. So... Hopefully, uh, you won't be moved while you're petrified, but it is possible that if something can move your weight, uh, you may not reconnect where you initially disconnected. Something to keep in mind. When the connection has been reestablished, the reconnected individual will be alone if the others have left. So the rest of your party is not required to stay with you if you are not no longer connected to the system. Additionally, to a certain extent, you are all immortal in this world. Um, but as you are aware, this is an expendable, you're part of the expendable portion of this experiment. And because we are in a simulated world, you will be working on a leveling system. All of you are currently first level. If you die at first level, a new avatar must be created. If you die at a higher level, you will just respawn here at the secured area compound minus one level from where you were. If at any time more than half of your group overall dies, your test batch will be considered a failure and you'll be scrubbed from the system. Ah, you're gonna make me care about them! <laughs> yes, it is in your best interest to work together. If I don't enjoy this, I'll just kill everybody. What happens if we're scrubbed from the system? You die. So it's in real life. You die. Game over. This is the expendable portion of our program. Thank um, you, are very expendable. Because of your either involvement in criminal activities or the reasons for which you were nominated, um, we're not expecting you to be reintroduced to the real world as a whole. <coughs> that being said, if you exhibit uh, profound... If you do really well, like really, really well, we'll consider pulling you out of the program to do further testing in the real world. Um, and then something that may have already become apparent at this point, and that was mentioned to you, you are all the race and following the appearance that you went over with your caseworker prior to world entry. If you all look around, you'll notice that none of you are actually human in this world. And that's something to keep in mind as we progress through the world, is you can encounter things that you wouldn't necessarily encounter in the real world. As I have a ventilating, I look down at my hands. I know it's these giant ass fucking claws. <laughs> Starts freaking out. As I'm hyperventilating, a little bit of fire comes out of my breath. <laughs> I'm chilled out. That was freaking out. You're disgusted with your caseworker. No. <laughs> do you like the world? What would you like to be? A dragon. <laughs> do, do you like the color blue? Okay, you shall have a tail. What? <laughs> While your race and appearance are apparent to those around you, any skills or stats that you may have chosen prior to world entry are your own personal knowledge and yours alone. You can decide whether or not you would like to share this with the group. Last but not least, 
you are not the only people we have in the ASE to conserve processing power. Any other stored mines, though, are just put into the environment. So keep in mind, the individuals you encounter during your travels may or may not be a conscious associated to an actual human being in the real world. So we don't know oh. who's so human and who's not. You're trying to make it like a moral dilemma. Like, what if we're killing a real human? That's up to you. I have no moral dilemmas. Well, there you go. There is a reason you are in the ASE. <laughs> <laughs> Let Except- me reiterate. Criminal activities or nomination by a critical funding partner. Uh, with the introduction of that information, does anybody have any additional questions before we move over to the uh, store? Scream out to like. I can breathe fire! (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll another uh, d20. Nine. Okay, you're no longer panicking. You can actually join in the conversation. Uh, Now that you're no longer panicking, do you have any questions that you would like to interject? I'm chaotic, so that means even more so. No. No, I'm good. All right, here in the security area compound, uh, there are two main structures that you should be aware of and that you will be probably using on a regular basis. The first of which are your personal utility bunks. Each of you will have your own bunk and you can both store gear here and rest. Only the individual whose bunk it is may enter. Even if you give someone else permission, they are not allowed to enter, but you can communicate through the open door. We've provided this as an area where you can both rest safely and not worry about other people messing with you, as well as storing any superfluous equipment you have that you would like to hold on to, but are worried about losing. The other structure that will mainly concern you is going to be the ASE hardware store. So as Legs explaining this to you, you all have walked past the um, personal utility bunks. You're walking over towards uh, Ace Hardware and you get to the door. (laughs) It, I want that to be canon now. It is Ace Hardware. <laughs> you can call it whatever you would like to call it. I'm not going to stop you from calling it. We always give a little chuckle as they say. <laughs> as a well, first of all, as Leg is walking across the compound, explaining what the bunks and what the hardware store is, who is following him? I'm assuming everyone's following him. Yeah. Cool. So you all get to the entrance to the store, and Leg stops, turns towards all of you, and. Let's you know, I personally am not able to enter the hardware store. If you would like, you can enter. Um, Handy is inside and will be able to help you with the purchase of any individual gear for your travels. Where do we get money? I don't have any money. Well, are you all going to enter or not? I have a question before then. Okay. Do we have any starting funds? You'll find out. Then we walk in. I'm asking Waze. This is the answer to that, isn't he? Handy will be able to help you with any questions associated with your purchase of gear. Let's walk in. Make cripple legs. Alright, Steven and I are walking in. Okay, so they walk in. Are the rest of you following them? Yeah. Trail behind. I don't know how I feel oh, about I like this. <laughs> how tall is the door? Um, let's go around the table. Everybody, real quick, make a perception check. So, Jason? I got 12. Alright, Trevor? Um, 18 plus 1 is 19. Sarah? Um, three plus four. You can also do that. All right, Allison? Uh, I have a total of 16. All right. Okay, so you can also... Steven? Uh, 13 plus three. Okay, and Kevin? Two plus two. Somehow, one of you, always. So, Kevin... You're absolutely clueless, and you just go over to the racks in the store and start um, kind of messing with stuff that's up on the shelves and everything. Uh, well, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, everybody else, you notice kind of like a snoring sound coming from behind the counter. On the counter itself, there's a bell. I ring the bell. All right, you've rang the bell. Um, nothing happens. I smashed the bell. You smashed the bell. <laughs> Alright, Steven, can I have you go ahead and roll a d20? Smash that fucking bell, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's the bell. It's fucking dead, dude. Smash. 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 Sm
Uh, wait, that's uh, 10 plus... Uh, uh, it's going to be strength, dude. Yeah, it's going to be strength. Yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, plus dude. three. Plus three, dude. So I got a 13. Bruh. Okay. So the bell explodes. <laughs> the bell explodes? <laughs> um, you rolled high enough that you're kind of shocked by it, but you don't get blown over. You just kind of stand there, like, blinking your eyes. What the hell just happened? And as you're standing there, all of the bits of the bell just start to slowly come back together. And within a few seconds, the bell is sitting in front of you. It's just in perfect shape. It looks like you didn't smash it. All right, Steven. And, and, and it doesn't wake the guy? <laughs> right after the explosion, you hear kind of a grunt. And then all of a sudden, a what looks kind of like a robot pops up from back behind the counter. Looks at you and is like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I broke the bell. But it fixed itself, so can I get some help? <laughs> Damn right it fixed itself, and in the future moving forward, I would prefer you not to damage my personal property. Be awake when I walk in. I have a lot of responsibilities. I am in charge of running the simulation that you're currently existing in. So why would we put you asleep? Because I'm extraordinarily <laughs> exhausted running the simulation that you're currently existing. Wait, when you say run the simulation, are you human who's also part of what we're doing? You said you look like a computer. <laughs> Do, we look. I look like a fucking dragon. But Probably a CPU, no, honestly. As Lake should have mentioned, I am Handy, mentioned? human. Your human armament and development advisor. Oh, like quartermaster. I am also the artificial intelligence in charge of both generating the world and keeping it functioning properly. Hi. I'm assuming the explosion caught my attention enough to go back over there. Oh, oh yeah. I'm assu- I just wanted to make sure that, like, I'm not missing this information. I'm assuming that explosion brought me over. Like, well, oh. okay, so you were over there kind of, like, messing with everything up on the wall and such. You had your back turned to it. Um, you notice an explosion happen. By the time you turn around, the bell was fine, so you don't really know what caused the explosion. <laughs> and you're just, you're not over there yet, but you're just watching everybody else, like, okay. talking to the robot looking handy. Okay. So you're, like, the quartermaster. In this particular respect, yes. But it's possible you might encounter me throughout other portions of the world. So we were told by Leg that you were going to help arm us. Is that correct? As my name indicates, I am your human armament and development advisor. A simple yes would be fine. Ares, but he's an advisor. let the he's robot speak. Us. Do we get like a starting credit like Jason mentioned before? <laughs> so or by we... default, as all of you may have already noticed, you are wearing a plain black robe. Unfortunately, I will not be supplying any additional armor for you here at the ASC hardware store. You can procure that later on in your travels. However, I will be providing each of you with a coin purse of holding, which will already have 20 gold pieces in it. This can hold an unlimited amount of copper pieces, silver pieces, and gold pieces, and it weighs one pound. Now that you have that, here are my shop squares. Peruse, look over. Like I mentioned, you all have 20 gold pieces to spend. You can choose to either pull this or be greedy and keep it all to yourself. Select your starting gear, and then you'll be able to enter the world. Do you have a glaive, or is this it? That is everything that I offer in this okay. shop, currently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I look into price tag for the special weaponry. I ain't touching that. So. I do love a good price tag. No, I don't like a really <laughs> bad price tag for what we're starting <laughs> at. Hmm? Yeah, you said there is no peril. Okay. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, that's later. Would so. anyone like to take a look at the special sale section? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My shop offers simple melee and range weapons, martial melee and range weapons, general gear, and specialty items. So can we sell stuff to oh. you as well? Uh, you have nothing to sell. But, but, when we, but when we do have something to sell, can we sell it to you? Um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, while we are, while everyone's looking at the shop right now, uh, I see this very fine gentleman orc over here. Uh, he looks half orc. Uh, looks to be a very smart young man. Uh, I'm talking him up. How's it going? Uh, so, you know, maybe asking, you know, like, what's your name again? Because, you know, uh, so, you know, trying trying to get you, you know, all buddy-buddy here. What's uh, going so, so, uh, <laughs> My name is Aaron Volk. Uh, mostly people call me Grant. Gotcha, gotcha. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Um, I was just talking to Handy over there. Okay. Um, he said that 
it was a miscalculation. I was supposed to have an additional five out of your uh, five gold pieces out of your bag. I roll perception check to overhear this. Uh, yeah, go for it. Then, I five plus one, six. So are you like shouting this to me because you're holding the special sales? All right. You <laughs> well, no, I walked over to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's standing next to you. You don't hear what's going on. Okay. Or Jason doesn't hear what's going cool. on. Cool. Okay. Anyways, yeah, as I was saying though, yeah, I was talking to Handy. He, uh, he said it was a miscalculation. I was supposed to have an additional five out of your bag. Um, that it was, it was just a mix up. Uh, so if you'd be able to hand me back the, the five gold pieces I need, that would be wonderful. Oh, absolutely, uh, sir. Uh, can you bring me one? You can just call me Mark for now. Mark, absolutely. Uh, uh, handy, um, I believe there is miscalculation with the appropriation of funds upon this party. Explain. Uh, uh, Mr. Mark over here uh, has believed that uh, there was a misappropriation between uh, how it's funds were uh, divvied out to uh, individuals, and uh, uh, to fair to say that uh, he believes that uh, I was given uh, extra gold, uh, and that should be uh, relegated to him, per you. And how much gold do you have? Uh, uh, if you'll give me a moment. Uh, here, let me go ahead and count that for you. Oh, that is all right. I... Uh, I remember how to do this. Uh, 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 no, I have 20. And uh, how much do you have? I have 15. Okay. Uh, can you go ahead and empty out your coin purse in front of me? <laughs> can I... Uh, Get fucked. Can I interject myself into this conversation? Yeah. So you're just standing there, like, listening to the two of them. Yeah, go ahead and interject. Is he trying to steal again? <laughs> that uh, entirely depends on how much he has in his coin purse. Fine. Fine. Play it this way. <laughs> I start to empty my coin purse. Okay. As I am emptying it, I very slyly sneak five gold pieces away. Okay. Uh, and show you that I only have 15 gold pieces, and I already know you're going to make me roll for sliding uh, hand. 11 plus 3. So Handy notices that you pocket the five gold as you're emptying, emptying the purse. Okay. He doesn't call you out on this. However, he looks at you for a minute, just lets you sweat, doesn't say anything. I don't care. And then is like, oh, that's my bad. It appears everyone must have started with 15 gold pieces and not 20. And he raises his voice and calls out to everybody else. He's like, I'm sorry. I appear to have made a mistake. As I mentioned earlier, I have a lot of things going on. My mind's kind of... Divided, if everybody could come over and return five gold pieces to me, it appears you were only supposed to start with 15. Can I call him out? Steven, that, keep, again, you understand how this works because you and I are a duo. So it's not trying to fuck me over. <laughs> so, Allison, I can see you looking over at Kevin really pissed right now. You are not aware that he pocketed the five gold. Yep, only Handy uh, is. You know, Handy spoke up. He's like, could everybody come back over here real quick and return five gold pieces? Okay. I try making persuasion so, rule saying... Handy has 15 gold pieces and the rest of us have 20. He has 15. And you know, he he's lied no. and Handy is taking back each of our five I know pieces. that, but my character doesn't know that. So I'm speaking as my character. I don't know that. He, yeah, so I think he has 15 and the rest of us have 20 each. Yeah, right. that's what Handy said. He said, mm -hmm. I appear yeah. to have made a mistake. Mm -hmm. It looks like I shorted this one individual. I don't have any additional gold pieces right now. Would you all come over and return five gold pieces to Why me? Why should the rest of us return five gold pieces? Because I would like you all to start on an even playing field. I don't think it's right for you to take money from us. I give it and I take it away. <laughs> I run this simulation. <laughs> so if you'd like, you can all start with zero gold pieces. Andy. Andy. I don't believe like, there's, a, there's a reason for yeah. that. I, uh, when you both die, I'm not going to feel bad because of this. <laughs> when you die, we're definitely not going to feel bad. Uh, While Kanebe is talking to Maxine over here, he raises up his right hand, which is metal. Uh -oh. He kind of clangs all five of his fingers together, and then he tells you to check your coin purse. I check my coin purse. You have zero gold pieces. <laughs> well. <laughs> If everybody else would be so kind as to come over and return five gold pieces. I have you five. I'll just give you the five. Yeah. Okay. I don't bother with this. I need more time from you. I question handy on whether or not works. I can know what the mistake <laughs> came from and where the shortage came from. Use a light weapon. I need one of these to work. I'm afraid I must have gotten mixed up. It appears that he was shorted five, and as I don't have any additional gold pieces with me right now, I want to just make sure everybody, you know, 
has the same amount, except for her. Andy. Andy. My my character my character said Andy. Uh I, I understand, and that was probably a, a, a bad call out. Looks over at Maxine, very like. Glares. No, just like. No, <laughs> it's I like, But but maybe come to some sort of, sort of a compromise. We obviously need gear, and we need to go out into the world and do this, and there must be something we can do to get money back for her. What do you What are you proposing? Can I get a discount? <laughs> Is there a coupon code? No, against my better <laughs> against my better judgment, I will I will give you half of what I have in gold, and if you would please give her at least sorry, at least the same. Alright, so you had twenty in total. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to return five because someone got shorted. Um, but instead of returning five, you're saying you would like to return ten, and that ten will go to her now? Yes. Okay, we can do that. And so I just, I just start, uh, I take it all out, I, I count it in front of you, and then I count it a second time, and I'm just like, uh, th- that should be correct. Would you like to count it to make sure it's all there? Yes, it is all correct. Irvine, I feel like you are a kind, honest man, and I am pleasured to work with you. Absolutely, Master Vok. What would you just call him? Isn't it Irvine or something like that? Irvine? Irvine? Aaron Vok. Aaron Vok. Just call me Grunt. Grunt. That's why I made it like that. So you're all back over by the counter now because of this little mix-up. Let's, before we do anything else, let's determine where all of you go to look at stuff now. Steven and I went over to the simple melee and ranged weapon section. Okay. I was just there, so I would like to buy something handy. Okay. I would like to buy a mace, please. I walked over, grabbed the mace, went back. I would like to purchase this. Okay. That'll be five gold pieces. So I'm down to ten. Okay. And you are now the proud owner of a mace. That weighs four pounds. Hey, handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand it's a simulation. Yep. What, do we have skills? Since this seems very RPG esque. So when you met with your caseworker, any particular skills you may have had, they would have gone over with you. Okay. Well, knowing that Sarah took a bad spill, I walked over to her and tried out the skill Lay on Hands, which is my class, by the way. I'm just going to let you guys know. It's Paladin, so I'm going to attempt to heal you, Sarah. What if I already healed myself? I have cure wounds, touch, instantaneous. Uh, so you're going to attempt to cure wound yourself before? Not necessarily, I'm just curious. Okay. Well, before I use the skill, I was like, Hey, Maxine. Excuse me, Maxine. <laughs> uh, did you need some healing by chance? Because I apparently have a skill that can heal you. Mm. But why would you do such a thing for me? Because you're wounded. You literally fell 15 feet onto the ground on your face. You took. I'm considering and thinking you took some damage. So, would you like some healing? If not, that's fine too. Can I look at another section of the store while this is happening? You can go ahead. (laughs) If you would like. Is that a yes or no? You might want to explain why you need her consent to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Much first, if you said. Lay on hands. Yeah, it's, the ability's called lay on hands and sounds like I have to After touch you. To touch you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you aren't asking for anything in exchange? Besides being my guinea pig, because I don't know if the skill works or not. Okay. You can test your skill on me. Okay, I put my hand. On her head. So, ap- so after healing her, I ask her, so what's your HP looking like now? Yeah, 9 HP. Or 9 HP. What were you- so you were at 3 then? Or 4, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, cool. Thanks for being my guinea pig. Alright, so we're ready to buy some stuff. Okay. Uh, just take whatever you would like to buy from the wall and bring it over here. Alright, and then I just need to know who is purchasing what. So it's combined. So we're just assuming you handed me all the gold and I'm going over here. Okay. So how much is the total? Uh, total is eight gold pieces, ten silver pieces, and two copper pieces. Isn't that just nine gold pieces? And why would I have to... Why would you, why did you do ten silver pieces? <laughs> it would be nine gold pieces. You're right. 
Nine gold pieces <laughs> and two copper pieces. And grab gold pieces and ask for change. I will give you eight copper pieces. Or, no. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm confused about the copper exchange rate going on right now, so I'm letting you figure this out. Handy is looking down at the counter. Or eight copper, sorry. It takes him a additional moment. He just keeps looking down at the counter. I literally counter. see the processing unit going haywire <laughs> trying to do basic math. Now, Handy looks back up at you. He hands you one gold piece back and says, I don't need the copper. Okay. So it cost you nine gold pieces. <laughs> Bargain. Save to copper. And uh, while that okay. employee worked. <laughs> it worked. That was the plan all along. Handy. Yeah. What is the bag of devouring? I you, forgot. Out of your pay scale. Bag of devouring. This bag superficially resembles a bag of holding, but is a feeding orifice for a gigantic extra-dimensional creature. Turning the bag inside out closes the orifice. The extra-dimensional creature attached to the bag can sense whatever is placed inside the bag. Animal or vegetable matter placed wholly in the bag is devoured and lost forever. When part of a living creature is placed in the bag, as happens when someone reaches inside it, there is a 50% chance that the creature is pulled inside the bag. A creature, blah, 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 they can attempt to escape the bag. Um, anything that's devoured is destroyed. Inanimate objects can be stored in the bag, which can hold a cubic foot of such material. However, once each day, the bag swallows any objects inside it and spits them out into another plane of existence. Okay. If the bag is pierced or turn, torn, it is destroyed, and anything contained within it is transported to a random location on the astral plane. Cool. Can we not have that around? <laughs> I mean, if someone would like to purchase it, what is it like? Uh, it's fifty platinum pieces. Hmm. So oh, five hundred gold pieces. Yeah. We, yeah. we would all need to like pull together and then do some like stock market exchanges and then maybe get there. But... One day. <laughs> so in short, it's not happening. Not today. Not today. I don't even think we're leaving the market today, but at this rate, guys. Sorry. Hold Sorry. On. I already left the market. I'm already exploring. Can I do that? At this point, since I purchased, I have to wait for these fuckers. I'm gonna leave. I wanna leave the market. You walk outside. Alright, well, uh, okay. Yeah, I roll a perception check when I walk outside. Fuck! <laughs> Nine. And then, can I do one as well since it's my first time walking outside too? You're walking out together? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Plus two. So, hold on. Eleven. Eight plus one, nine. Nine. So, um. We're both like. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kevin, you walk out, you notice essentially the same thing that Jason did when he walked out. You see the bunks across the compound from you. You have the store behind you. Over to your left is the gate, which you assume is the entrance exit for the compound. And then over to your right is a little pedestal up against the far wall. You notice all of that except for the pedestal. I walk up to the pedestal. I follow him to the pedestal. Except for the pedestal, right? No, Steven didn't notice yeah. the pedestal. But Steven's just following him. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you were doing Alright, you walk up to the pedestal. I look around for. Oh, yeah. On there. Yeah, except you didn't even notice this pedestal, so at this moment you're yeah, just I now think, realizing. I think this? I can yeah. use two handed weapons. Well, he just. So I, well, now that, now that he's yeah. beside it, I'm I, assuming he I'm going to look around. Uh, I'm going to see if there's any square piece that looks um, like it could let fit. Me I'm going to investigate if there's anything nearby that looks like it could fit into that square hole. There's a square pedestal. hole on the pedestal? Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll, um, roll with each one. I'm good for now. It's here. 19. It's plus 3, so 22. Okay, you look around, but you don't notice anything on the ground. And because you rolled so high, you're kind of looking around the entire complex to see if maybe there's anything that would fit into it, and you're not seeing, like, the ground is pretty barren of anything. I wave my hand over to the leg. Okay, so leg comes on over to you. Well, it's like, how can yeah, I help? I'm sorry. Hey, wait, what is this pedestal? That is above your pig. <laughs> <laughs> that is the secured access terminal, um, and that is where administrators can enter and leave the world. Oh, the SAT. <laughs> yes, SAT. Got it. The SAT and the SAC. Yeah. So if we broke it, no one could leave. You can try to break it. Okay. Purchase on the room. Hold on. I'm making a list to make sure that my accounting is correct. Are you checking the 12? And a reminder, you yeah. have 15, but she only has 10. I'm managing her finances. We have 25. Okay. Yeah. So you're pooling just like the two of them. Do. Yes. I'm managing her finances. She will be carrying some of her old weaponry, but... That one. But for all intents and purposes, all of your gold is with you. Yes. Okay. She can ask me permission to buy things. <laughs> I don't need to buy things. <laughs> I'll buy her whatever she needs. So you're her sugar mom. 
Yeah. Uh, hand, uh, I, 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 yeah, absolutely, sir. One second. Okay, my character's literally just like just standing there, just like very, like very patient, <laughs> like, like just like just watching you, just doing everything you do, <laughs> like not like creepily, just like. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how you like watch someone do paperwork, like like not like are you doing it right, just like. I'm skin the shit. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Is the bed roll big enough for two people, or should I get two? We it's close. it's really made for one person, but it's about the size of a standard sleeping bag. So we could fit two. Yeah. Okay. It should be cozy. And it'd be very hard to get out in an emergency situation. Putting it up. That seems like a full morning. We'll get two. Uh, Andy, I, I believe okay. I'm ready to make my purchases. All right. And so just bring anything you would like to purchase up to the counter, and we'll tally it up. And Okay. Okay. I have my list. One second. I'm going over his list. Ugh! So you hand me your ten gold pieces, you now have none, and all of the gear is yours, you can, you know, fit it in your backpack and everything and figure out your shelf. Thank you, Handy. Alright, and now for the women. Okay. So yeah, I take the fifteen gold pieces from you, you brought everything over the counter, so I'm like, okay, that's yours now, go ahead and pack it all up and get yourself ready to go. My character is still standing there staring at Handy, just fascinated by Handy. (laughs) (laughs) What's Handy doing right now? Pretty much any time one of you isn't interacting with Handy, he's just kind of in a standby state. Handy handed you your gear, was like, all right, go ahead and pack it all up and get ready to go, and then just kind of like went silent. On my way out of the store, I take the bell and slip it up my sleeve. Let's make a regular dexterity check. So Plus one dexterity. Oh, 20. You successfully put the bell up your sleeve, and would you like to leave the shop? Mm-hmm. Alright, go ahead and make a strength check. To leave the shop? Go ahead and make a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> Two. I feel like this is a security feature. Yeah, I feel like this, I feel like this bell ain't gonna weigh what you think it's gonna weigh. What's that Tesla coil doing popping out of the ceiling? weighs uh, the regular amount that any bell would um, as you're attempting to leave the shop. You're, you know, you're like walking out the door and you go to exit the door and the bell is up your sleeve, right? Stop. Mm-hmm. So okay. your arm passes through the doorway, stops, and then all of a sudden you get blasted back all the way up against the far wall as soon as the bell makes contact with the threshold. Do we hear that outside? Oh yeah, no, you hear it happening. <laughs> I need you to roll a uh, <laughs> gonna take D6 for damage. Someone attempting to leave with extra gold coins would not have encountered the security feature. That's not stealing from the shop. Stealing from someone. He's stealing from us. But you're also not aware that that ever happened. Yeah, well, you have no idea it happened. No one's aware that this happened either. No, we heard oh, it. No. We heard it. <laughs> okay, so like, Handy's aware. Is it? Because uh, the only time any that will happen is if someone tries to leave the shop without paying for something. Um, these two were trying to follow you out, and you got blown past them. No, They're no. not aware why that no, 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 happened. No, no, no. She was falling out. I'm still standing there, like, oh, just okay. staring at Handy. Right, then she flew <laughs> into you. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because she flew up against the wall um, with all of the specialty items. Ooh. Ooh. Yikes. That might... So, yeah, so that happened. Um, roll your d6 real quick for damage. And it's loud enough that us three outside three. So you take three damage, that brings you back down to six HP. Wait, how um, much was it no. no, Jason healed her up to nine. I can only heal her up to five points. Yeah. And then... Um, so the three of you uh, hear it happen. You hear it happen. Um, are you still fascinated by Handy, or would you like to turn around <laughs> and see what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Man, look at I, this robot. Like... I turned, I turned around, like, so, let's just say, like, this happened, like, just right behind my character, and, like, and Grunch is standing there, like, staring at Handy. <laughs> my character literally, like, turns, like, runs to Maxine and be like, Maxine, what on earth happened? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> From the outside? You just hear me um, go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So my, my character's, like, helping you up, like, like so trying to, like, help are, you up and, like, get the weapons off of you. Are the three of you going to attempt to... Investigate the noise. Oh, I'm immediately investigating that noise. Are, are you? You following him? No, I'm gonna go walk around the courtyard. Okay, so you're just walking around. Are you? Okay, so these two are investigating. Um, 
they walk in. I'm assuming you two are both over by her being like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, Handy's very obviously awake, like his head's up. He's staring directly at you. Uh, Hi. Not saying anything, though. What would you like to do? Get up. Okay. Dust myself off. Okay. Please try and leave again. <laughs> I leave the bell in all this chaotic wreckage from the shelves. Okay, so uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity check. Okay. Maybe slide a hand. Would take a lot of dexterity to leave it in that mess. No, this imagine. is a pretty easy check. <laughs> Thirteen dexterity <laughs> plus one. Fourteen. All right, so you successfully just kind of let the bell fall out of your sleeve. It's in all the rubble <laughs> up against the wall. Does does either of our characters see this? Does my character does Grunt see this at all? Uh, go ahead and roll your own perception check. I know. Uh, sixteen. So you notice the bell fall out of her sleeve. So you two are over by the door, uh, or like you two. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and also roll perception checks? Fifteen. Fourteen plus uh, I believe two, so sixteen. 15 plus 116. Okay, so all three of you notice the bell fall out of the sleeve. <laughs> but not Handy. Um, oh, Handy's definitely oh, seeing no. it. The moment you tried to walk out of there and that happened, he knew you tried to steal something. Because that's the only thing that will trigger that. He's just not saying anything. He's just staring directly at you. Well, then everyone knows. Except for me. No, Except for no. you and maybe Allison. No, Allison already knows my character. And David knows Mark. Yeah, but he's not with me, so he doesn't know right now. But you're gonna tell him. Well, oh, I'm all, definitely gonna. All mention. these three know that as you were standing up, the bell from the counter fell out of your sleeve. Mm-hmm. They could make the assumption that that's the reason you got blown up against the wall. <laughs> so my character picks it up. Maxine, uh, uh, isn't this from the counter? No, that's from my mother. <laughs> wow! Double down. down, Maxine. <laughs> Definitely not the belt in the couch. Make a charisma check. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Ding dong. Charisma. It's ten plus two. You rolled a ten. Yes, mm-hmm. I rolled a ten plus two. Um, real quick, can I just go ahead and... Do I even have to roll for the fact that I already have the knowledge that we came here with nothing? So how the hell does she have her bell from her mother with her? Yeah. Um, you're not fooled. You're like, no, that's the bell from the counter. Yeah. You're also like, what the fuck, that's the bell from the counter. So both of them, he's standing right next to you, he's by the doorway, and both of them are like, no, that's the bell from the counter. Sorry, yeah. I'm a little ruffled from my fall. Right. Um, what I meant is, it reminds me of my mother. Ah, uh, Handy chimes in and is like, you know what? That does look remarkably like my bell from the counter. Handy looks down. What do you know? The bell's missing. Would you mind bringing it over here? <laughs> can, can my I character bring it, it over, over to too? Because my character's still holding it. Oh, you because I picked it up oh, and I was okay. like, Maxine, is this your? You know? Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. So and bring it over so uh, I I walk over there and I I I very like like hand it out like like to Handy I'm like Handy I am terribly sorry for all the confusion and the destruction of your fine shop and oh, why are you sorry? and uh, <laughs> and I turn and like and, and Maxine should know that stealing is wrong and you don't know and me. then. <laughs> My character does personally take note that Maxine and I will probably get along very well. Yeah. <laughs> and I look back at Handy and it's like, I am terribly sorry, sir. Okay. Handy takes the bell from you, sets it back on the counter exactly where it would then, thanks you for bringing it over, and then goes back and stands by. Allison is over here like this. <laughs> so Allison's like, at this point, I walk into the store and simply ask, what the hell happened? You're asking uh, them. I, I, I assume you'd be asking me in the grand scheme of yeah. things, so I just simply go, eh, I have a good friend over here. And I point to Maxine, and that's I all I say. I saw a trinket that reminded me of my mother, who died when I was young. I just couldn't help but to touch it. Go ahead and roll a charisma check. Another one! 18, 18. plus 2. Alright, he buys your story. Whatever. And you feel really bad for her. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, my head. <laughs> my head. Yeah, I didn't believe that either. So oh my God. As the specialty wall is just in disarray behind you. I'm like, sorry about that. <laughs> my my character just looks at Handy. Handy, can, may I please ring the bell? Yeah, we've been in right, uh, two hours and we haven't left the shop. 
interrupting. <laughs> Steve and I just want to walk out and start heading towards the exit. Oh, and if we see Leg, ask where we're supposed to go next. All right, Andy, well, all right, so it was wonderful seeing you. I believe it is time for me to take my leave. Okay. Ding. Ding. <laughs> um, so you're leaving. You two are leaving. We're asking Leg, what's up? What is next? Right. I am. I am. I'm going. I'm following Ares wherever he's going. I have to start heading towards Leg after getting everything onto my backpack and into my backpack. All right, Leg is still by the door to the shop. Everybody is done with it. Can I see the list of general items? Uh, yes. Oh! I'm we're not buying more. Okay. I'm just checking weights. Oh, they were back in the store. <laughs> no. Leg, where are we supposed to go next? Um, I yell very. So just. Uh, so who is outside with Leg? Us, all of us. All of us. We're, we're out here in real world. We're just trying to figure out weight issues. That's yeah. it. Yeah, in so. real world, I'm just trying to make sure my sheet's up to date. Okay. So, Leg, really quickly, he looks over the top of all your heads. By the way, Leg stands eight feet tall. Damn. Good enough. Just, uh, yeah, that's probably something I should have mentioned. Stands eight feet tall. Leg looks down at all of you, and he, like, raises his hand and just really quickly, like, counts each of you. Like, you can see his lips moving. He's like, one, two, three, four. What a good man. Six. And he like kind of smiles to himself and he's like, okay, everybody's here. If you all could follow me over to the exit. So Leg walks over to the exit. I'm assuming all of you are going to follow him? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright. So Leg is like, alright, just a couple of small matters before I let you all leave. First and foremost, I would like to provide all of you with a map of the area you will encounter after leaving the secured area compound. Go ahead and pass that around, and if anybody has any questions, you can ask those of me now. Is there a fresh water source inside the camp right now? No. No? Okay. Are our water skins full if we bought them? No. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Uh, Alright, so I'm assuming we're heading towards that village? So I've provided you with a map. Also, unfortunately, I cannot follow you outside of the secured area compound. Oh, so sadly. However, at any time, when you encounter a new entity, whether they be hostile or friendly, you can just say target detail as an action um, four times per day. This can be reset by a long rest, and I will immediately let you know their armor class, hit points, and speed. Before I open the gate for you, are there any last-minute questions, or would any of you like to store something in your bunks? What's the political situation like in this world? I'm sure we don't know that yet. (laughs) I'm asking Leg. That would be a question for Handy, as he's the one who generates the world. I swear to God, if you go back into Handy, I will kill you. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Another reason to ring the bell. Alright, I'm leaving. I'm heading towards the village. Open the door, please, Leg. Yeah. (laughs) For your first expedition, I have to have a unanimous agreement that you'll all be leaving the compound. Yeah. yeah. We don't have anything to store. We'll figure it out as we go. Mm. I'll go ring the bell another time. Thank you, kind sir. You're welcome, Mr. Mott. Do you have any advice for what's out there? Don't die. 